Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Claiming Zero with Vanessa and Dallas. Dang it, I did it my way. I'm Vanessa. <laughs> And I'm Dallas. Yep, that's <laughs> Second Dallas. to Vanessa. <laughs> Whatever. It's just a natural, natural uh, thing. Oh, uh, today is Reddit day. And um, I have no idea what Dallas is bringing. If you're a new listener, the way we do these is we each rotate finding something from either the child free Reddit or sometimes we jump over the fence sitters or wherever we feel like mm-hmm. something that can speak to the community. And then we read it to each other. And the comments sometimes how was cackling and Dallas does a really good job of reading the usernames. I don't do that, but yes, part of it is just so I can give credit where credits do. I know. I wish I, <laughs> but like the names are so like obscure and I'm like, I feel like oh, I'm going to mess yeah. up if I try. So I yeah. just opt out, <laughs> but you do it. So I'm excited to hear what you got. What do you got? Okay. So there's never a shortage of fun things to talk about from Reddit. Mm-hmm. So this is from um, the Reddit child free. And the user is Leon Scriblotzi. See, I would. (laughs) I I think it's a combination of like Scrabble, Yahtzee, something like that. But that makes sense. That makes sense. (laughs) Um, And through reading the comments, I have confirmed this is a guy. So if I say he, that's because um, it's been confirmed that way. This says child-free friend completely cut off our other friend who had a child. (laughs) A discussion. Interesting. Okay. So. One of my friends, A, recently had a child. One of my other friends, B, is and has always been determinedly child-free. A and B were friends for over a decade. However, when A had her kid, B completely cut contact. B is not remotely interested in dealing with kids, so just doesn't bother with A anymore. A regularly offers to do things with us without the kid, but B is just not interested because she doesn't want to end up listening to A talk about the kid. I'm not asking anyone to pass judgment on a situation they only know a few sentences about, good reminder, but Mm -hmm. it did make me wonder. Have any of your close friends had kids? How did it affect your friendship? Do you still hang out with or without the kids? And he says, I'm child-free too, and no people have different levels of aversions to kids, so definitely don't blame B on her feelings. So he's talking about two of his female friends, one who's for sure child-free, doesn't like kids, one who has just had a kid, and then him who's also child-free. So I am going to let you run with that first, Vanessa. I've got some comments from different people and of course my thoughts as well. (laughs) Yes. Well, first I just want to say whoever this guy is, I would like him to be my friend because he's a very thoughtful, mindful human. Just Mm -hmm. the way of how he wrote that and was like, be mindful of her feelings. Mm -hmm. Because I think instinctively, even as a child-free person, as you hear this, my thoughts are like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's Mm -hmm. your friend. And Mm -hmm. I love that he was being so transparent with like, don't judge her feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think that's most important, right? We can't judge feelings. Aside from that, to answer the question that he presented, yes, I have many friends who have had Mm -hmm. children and actually some friends who have children who listen to this podcast. So Mm -hmm. hello. Um, So without, you know, giving any many details, because I want to spare their feelings as well. It is a challenge. I would Mm -hmm. say it's a transition. And 
I've had friends who become parents and then just disappear. Like they turtle, they're gone Mm -hmm. and they never come around without kids or they like what this friend B is, is fearing. They only Mm -hmm. talk about their kids. And then I have friends who make time and are like, Hey, let's go do something without our, our, uh, the kid and, um, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So I've experienced both. And I will say that there's some things just like when you're single and then you transition to couples, right? There's some things that like your single friends can speak well to, and they're just, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's things you do with them. And then there's things you do with like your couple friends. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't, for me, it's not like either one is better than the other. It's just different, you know, boxes, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my take on it. I do have both. And there's been some Mm -hmm. people I don't talk to anymore because they become those mommy bloggers and I can't do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now there is a big variety of comments. Mm -hmm. Um, really, I mean, just if this is a circle, the circle is filled and colored and completely because there's just so many different people with different experiences, which is, I think is something to remind ourselves every now and then we get in this habit of lumping and we try to stop ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about our vacations last, um, last episode. I mean, look, plenty of people who are child-free are not trying to vacation. They just don't, as a person, they're just not interested in traveling. They don't like the beach. They don't like flying or whatever it may be. So we try to be careful not to lump ourselves, even though we are all, you know, basically child-free in a couple of different aspects. And so the first comment that I want to read is from Silver Fox 762. Oh. And then I didn't I don't know how you put these little like underlines, but I'm gonna say it's a guy because it says vasectomy 1990 Planned Parenthood. <laughs> so <laughs> he's All a right. guy. Um he says I've always been open about not wanting to be around small children, but I'm still the fun uncle once those kids are 12 or 13 or so. In the last 20 years, just about every close friend who has had a kid or kids has dis- has distanced themselves from me some immediately upon birth but mainly because every one of them knows I don't do well with small children mm. their normal behaviors crying so on haven't judged a single one of them negatively for it it just is i consider it i consider it them being respectful of my aversion to small children so this is interesting cuz i feel like Obviously, when somebody around you has a kid, it's a baby first. Mm -hmm. And so that's your first interaction. And it's intense for the Mm -hmm. parents. We know that. We're not saying it's easy. Um, And so that immediate, like, shift in their life. But then 10, 15 years from then, it's like, oh, well, your kid's a little more self-sufficient. And they can take care of themselves a little bit more. And maybe you feel as a parent, you've got a little bit more freedom. You don't need to be with them 24 seven. So I imagine that would be kind of weird though. Like if I was like, I've got a friend, we don't really talk anymore. 15 years later, be like, Hey, my kid's older now and it can drive himself to school. Um, you want to hang out? (laughs) No, you're very, you're very right. Cause so much happens in that time. Right. And then also just reconnecting over all those years is, is, is difficult in itself, regardless of the child. But Mm -hmm. I do think not to say it's a male female thing, but I, I know mm-hmm. Devin has like reconnected with dudes from like 15 years ago and they're wow. just like besties all of a sudden. I'm like, how mm-hmm. do you do that? So I think maybe the male aspect of that might be one of the reasons it might work yeah. for him, but also yeah. um, 
I love that he's like, look, this is just what I'm not comfortable with. And that he sees it as respect Mm. for him. And, you know, like, I, I do think that I'll just speak for myself, like being, being um, a cisgender female, I feel very attached to my female relationships. And Mm -hmm. so when my friends, my female friends have children, it like, it hurts my heart. Like it, mm-hmm. it's a part of me, like it's their choice and I support it. And I, and I, and I love their kids in the sense of like, they're tiny little innocents that don't, you know, deserve yeah. my <laughs> judgment, but I, I, I feel sad, you know, cause I'm like, oh, like you were like one of my favorite people to say up and talk to until three in the morning. And, mm-hmm. you know, like it's, it's, we don't say selfish here, but it is my own perspective of life being like, there goes somebody that I would love to spend more time with you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I can't do that, but good to him that he can do that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, this is from the rare bikini shark. Oh my God. Of my friends who've had kids, I only maintain an active friendship with one of them. It's nothing spiteful or personal. It's not like I'm punishing them for doing what makes them feel happy in life. It just tends to happen when people take wildly different paths in life. Mm-hmm. I can't relate to their struggles. So them venting about their various parenthood frustration results in me just sitting there and maybe saying, wow, that sounds rough. Not dismissively, just, I don't have anything else to contribute mm-hmm. when they're excited or gushing about how their kid did something cute or cool. All I can really do is, well, that sounds awesome. I'm happy for you. Because to be honest, I truly don't give a shit that their kid did well at their recital or that story they think is so funny about what their kids said at dinner is my idea of an example of how kids are obnoxious. This took a turn. (laughs) But I'm not going to be an asshole and tell my friends that I don't care about their kids because that's rude. They're being good parents. Parents should care about all the stuff their kid is doing. I just can't relate. And I get bored of every story behind being about their kids. Add to the fact that their schedule and availability is dictated by their kids and it's just a natural progression that those friendships slowly grow apart. If they suddenly need to bring their kid to hang out because the babysitter canceled, I just call off whatever we had planned. I'm not interested in making my plans child-friendly and I'm not looking to censor my language when hanging out with friends. It's obnoxious to be scolded for cursing at 33 years old. Again, it's nothing personal. I just don't want to be constantly talking about kids and parenting stuff because I generally can't relate so this is kind of all over the place in terms of like <laughs> that was the whole journey right there yeah so I definitely understand the part and I, I'm sure we all do not being able to relate because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we don't have kids yeah. and while some people will claim that their pets are their kids that's fine for you but it's it's not the same and I think we can all really just get honest for a minute and say it's not the same there's no. similarities but it's not and so it is hard to relate And if you really don't care about their kids, are you really their friend? And I'm I'm asking this because I don't know, but I think it broaches a very interesting question. It does. Dallas came in, wanted to to stir up the pot and get everyone upset now. Um, (laughs) So I... I'll say this, as I was hearing that, I was thinking like, well, I feel like I can relate to my friends that that are parents, but I only think it's because my family's so large. (laughs) <laughs> so even when like my girlfriend will be telling me something about her son, her mm-hmm. son happens to be the same age as my niece. And so I'll be like, okay. oh yeah, I know Brianna does that. And like, I mm. use my sister's life sometimes to relate. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have her, if I didn't have those, I would just sit there and be like, oh wow, that's wild. Um, So maybe mm-hmm. that's why it maybe works a little bit for me. But the, if I was, the thing I keep popping in my head and you're, you're talking about like the relation of 
parents to dogs, right? Mm -hmm. Or pets. I think about my partner and I think about Devin. And I think if someone, one of my friends was like, I just don't, and like, I just can't be around men. I, <laughs> I would be like, oh, okay. Um, I don't really know how to feel about that because to me, like he's an extension of my, my life. He's not yes. everything, but he's an extension of me and mm -hmm. I love him and I care about him and, you know, et cetera. So obviously not the same, but mm -hmm. there is a piece that I think I can kind of feel that like, yes. Agreed. That's a person to me that I care about. And if you don't care about him, then I don't know how well this is going to work. Mm -hmm. So my opinion is if you can't accept the children, mm -hmm. then no, I don't think you can feed the friendship because mm -hmm. it's important to them. And I can, mm -hmm. we can use the same thing as like a job, you know, yeah. um, whatever's a piece of your life. That's what friendship is, right? Like you and I talk about how yeah. we're, we're different. And yeah. like my Christianity, if you were like, I can't be friends with someone who believes in God, then how would we, you know, right. And right. vice versa. So what are your thoughts though? Um, I, I'm a little bit of both. And I, I think that as someone who does not hate children um, and can stand to be around them for various periods of time, I can see that you would have to accept that they have a child. Now, mm -hmm. do you have to accept their kid? Not necessarily, but you have to accept that they have a child that takes priority in their life. They would be a bad parent if they didn't. Right. And, and we can call that out because we're not parents and we can judge. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. I mean, okay. So if this person is like, Hey, you know, I have to cancel plans tonight or like, like this, this um, commenter said, um, if we have plans and you say, oh, the babysitter canceled, or I can't get someone to watch my kid. I've got to bring mm -hmm. them along. I wouldn't, I would not as a friend feel good saying, well, let's just cancel our plans. Gotcha. Because I think that that, that friendship is not rooted deep enough. Yeah. Because if I want to see that person that bad, I'm going to make it work. Yeah. A package deal and type thing. Yes. And I know sometimes we feel like as child-free people, we have to make the difference. We have mm -hmm. to make up for things for parents. We have to, you know, bend to what their needs are sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we do, and that sucks sometimes. Mm -hmm. But if that is a real deep connection and a, and a true, true friendship, you just have to accept that. Very true. Yeah. And now I do understand. Now, look, there are times when I'm like, oh, man, I just can't like a girl that I work with. I love her to death. And she talks about her kids poop and a lot. And I made it a point to be like, I, you got to stop. Like, I can't with these, the, I don't want to hear this story. I've heard it 20 times. I don't like, there are times. And if you are a good friend, you should be able to have that conversation of like, Hey, look, you know, I just, I love you. Our friendship is, is big in my heart. And I get that you're a mom and that's part of who you are now, but please understand. I just, I'm not interested in hanging out with your kids. So if we have to cancel plans because you can't make it work, that's okay. Like let's try and reschedule, but you've just got to be like a little more honest. It's, it, it is hard though, because here's the thing, mm -hmm. finding friends that don't take it personally yes. is so hard because that's true. They, they love their kids in a way that like, that's the biggest thing, right? We wouldn't have this podcast mm -hmm. if parents were just accepting of non-parents like mm -hmm. if it was we wouldn't exist and honestly I pray that happens because I would mm -hmm. love for that for everybody mm -hmm. but unfortunately it doesn't and I, I feel like it's hard sometimes to set a boundary mm -hmm. because oh, then yeah. you you know what do you get hit with you get hit with like 
oh, so you don't like my kid. And it's like so frustrating. It's like a broken record, you know? So here's my, here's my question and my thought process and thinking about friends that I have, Mm -hmm. I feel like there would be a difference and there is a difference between a friend you've known for a very long time who you've watched get into a relationship, maybe get married, maybe have Mm -hmm. kids. So you've known that person prior to all that versus becoming friends with a mom. Mm. Yeah. There's just, yeah, because you, you know, each other prior to kids, prior to any partners, you know, that person. And so if you've gotten through all that together, I feel like it's because you're true and honest with each other. Whereas this coworker friend that I have has been a mom since I've known her. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a strong personality. And so I could, I'm a little more comfortable like speaking out, but I get people who are like, I don't know this person like that. I can't just be like, I don't want to see your kids. I don't want to hang out with your kids because they would automatically take offense to that. So I get yeah. it. it. It is tricky both ways, but yeah. I think that you, you've got to be a better friend than that. And if you're not, yeah. then that's not, that's not someone I want my, in my life. And that's in general. And you know what? You're right. Some people like you are, like I'll say, as your friend, you are a very honest friend, regardless mm-hmm. of like the situation, you know, Mm -hmm. like you keep me honest. You, I I know where I stand with you, you know, Mm -hmm. there's no gray. And I appreciate that in our friendship. At the same time, there's some people who just don't have that gumption. They just Mm -hmm. aren't that kind of person. And so they, they eat it in regards to whatever the thing is. Mm -hmm. Maybe like, I remember one time I was like in my twenties and a friend invited me out for like uh, some sort of particular food that I'd never had and I didn't okay. know what it was and I was like I don't want to do that but I was so like timid to say that so yeah. I went and I sat there and I split the bill Dallas I Aww. paid for food I didn't eat and I went <laughs> home and I was complaining to my mom and I'm like oh like I don't have this she's like why did you go yeah and I was like mom <laughs> what is it supposed to do she's like tell her yeah. you don't eat that food so there's just different mm-hmm. types of personalities right but for sure. You're, you're very right. I think the boundaries is the important part, like your yeah. own mental sanity and like what, but it's hard. Cause that's your friend, you know? Yeah, it is. It's a tricky it place. And that's why there's probably thousands of comments because people have all struggled. Yes. So here's this. a really, really, really positive one. Yay. Vegetable ad six, four, seven. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. They say, I got really, really lucky with my friends who have kids. They value our friendships. We do plenty of things without the kids and hanging out with them is never a chore. Not much changed about our friendships, except that one in every, I don't know, eight, maybe times we hang out. There's a tiny human there. Fortunately, they're cool. (laughs) And I dislike kids. So if I admit one's cool, then they probably are. I wouldn't have to attend kids parties, but they might bring a kid to a barbecue if they can't get a sitter. They threw my husband a vasectomy party. Oh. My life stuff is equally important as theirs. Yes. I put I put effort into their lives too, which I get not all child-free people are willing to. That's not the norm though. Lots of friendships drift and change drastically. I can see how someone would find it less painful to cut contact on their own terms than risk being hurt and feeling sidelined. There's so many posts where parents can't see beyond their kids. Mm-hmm. And that is, I love that this person understands how lucky they are to have friendships like that Mm -hmm. and to find parents, whether they were friends before or not, that are like, Hey, look, I get it. We know parents want adult time too. I mean, come on. They, they would love it, but they also have their own internal struggle of like, 
do I just keep leaving my kid behind at a babysitter or a daycare yeah. or whatever while I go do my thing? Like that's a struggle for them too. So um, the fact that the, <laughs> that they threw her husband a vasectomy party is freaking hilarious. But yeah. to that point, like their life stuff is equally as important. Like that right there is key. That's the key. And I was going to say that too. Like, I think you hear me talk about Victoria on the podcast a lot because mm-hmm. she is the exact opposite of me in regards to wanting kids and (laughs) she she makes an effort she makes an effort to Mm -hmm. see me as a child-free person and so I make an effort to see her as a mom and it's it's equal and I don't feel this pressure of like you know and it is rare Mm -hmm. and I'm learning that more and more the more I hear people's stories on the podcast and the more I read things I'm like dang like I'm really lucky like she's my sister so I'm even more lucky but Mm -hmm even as friends, like I do have one friend who she's like, I want to still do like a girl's trip every year. And like, I'll leave my son with my mom. Mm -hmm. And I realize how hard that is. Like, Mm -hmm. I can only imagine how that would feel. And, but she's like, no, like you're not that I'm like demanding that, but she's like, I want to spend quality time with just you building up our friendship. Ironically, Mm -hmm. she's like, I, I want you in my life, not just for me, but also for my kid too. Mm -hmm. So it's like this weird, you know, like, yeah. It is a give and take. And I think that that if that's awesome that she has that. Yeah. And that is the kind of friendship, like they said, it shouldn't feel like it's a chore. And we know from experience that when people become moms, there is a change in them. There's no doubt about that. Even though it's like, oh, you don't have to change. I'm still cool. I'm a cool mom. (laughs) (laughs) But there is still a shift, whether it's, you know, a big one or a small one. So if, as that child-free friend, you realize, you know, this isn't the person that I started off being friends with and they've taken a turn into a person who I don't necessarily want to be a friend anymore. That's okay. Yeah. I think that I have, I have just a very few select amount of friends. Um, unlike Vanessa, I don't befriend everybody (laughs) I bump into on purpose so I can say hello. (laughs) but it's it's from for me it's very different again this is why we're total opposites in this but we bring our own unique perspectives so for me if I'm like I'm never gonna just like cut off a friend because that's just rude like I don't want to be ghosted by a date I don't want to just like slice a friend and let them go sure but if they've changed to the point where you're like this is not the person that I I saw myself being friends with then that's okay yeah right if you're not willing to adapt I think friendship too is is huge around it's different again for gals than it is for guys. Mm-hmm. Like Devin just wants a buddy to golf with. Mm-hmm. That dude can have 10 kids. He doesn't care. <laughs> like he's like, whatever, dude. Yeah. Um, but I like for me, my friendships hold value. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I love meeting random people because I'm like, oh, this person could have value. Like, what do mm-hmm. they have to bring to the table? Yeah. But so in that case, like, like you give me advice. Like we talk mm-hmm. about life and you know, you you speak into my life and I speak into your life. And so mm-hmm. if like even for me, so Devin and I are fence sitters. If we got married and we had kids, I'm aware of the fact that that would change probably a lot of our dynamic as, as friends, mm-hmm. you know, but if it's not something where we can relate anymore and we can't speak life into each other anymore, mm-hmm. then what's the point of the friendship to just like, you that's, know what I mean? That's incredible, Vanessa. That is because I think that's what people, that's how you need to view friendship. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, I'll say this, being an extroverted human, my, how, I don't categorize people as best friends anymore because I feel mm-hmm. like it is what it is. Yeah. I have never had a friend stay through every season. 
And it used to bother me because I'd see people like, oh, I've been best friends since kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But I don't have that. My friends from like middle school were not my friends in high school and high school was not my 20s and 20s mm-hmm. are not my 30s. Like it changes. And I, I will say this, if you're someone who is like, oh my gosh, like I can never lose this person. You you can, and it's okay mm-hmm. because then someone else will step in and you'll grow as a person. You'll still have mm-hmm. those memories. You oh, know? yeah. Like I still have the memory of my one girlfriend in high school teaching me like things about dating that I was like oh my god I don't I don't want to talk about this (laughs) but like she's part of my life you know so it's okay to grow distant I love that you're you're um I love that you're like uh, mature enough to be like I'm not just gonna ghost them or cut them out Mm -hmm. because that's that's hard that's trauma for people at least yeah at least be mature enough to have that conversation with your person who had a kid right I mean that's just it it's and you would hopefully have time prior to them giving birth to have a conversation. You have nine months. (laughs) You have nine months to figure it out. Now I'm sure that every mom, I don't want to say every mom, I'm sure some moms are like, oh, I'm not going to change. Like we're still going to hang out. We're still going to do stuff. They don't know any better. Yeah. So just let them figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) It will occur to them very quickly. Right. Um, I think give it, give it a, like, I had to have a couple conversations with friends of mine who became moms, right? It was a very gentle mm-hmm. conversation and a reminder of like, Hey, like I'm super happy for you. And I love that you're like all about this, but yeah, I think the podcast helps. I know like not everyone has podcasts, but they know that I'm this. And so yeah. I'll be like, Hey, is your child free friend, blah, 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 blah. And they receive it better than like me being like, Hey, I just think you're being a little annoying about your kid. <laughs> <laughs> in those exact words <laughs> that's ex- yeah let's just say that you know yeah let's see how that goes. um and we're talking about friendships here but mm-hmm. there were a couple of comments um one is about someone's aunt mm-hmm. and the other one is about a sister oh. tubis tubis 9001 says i slowly over time cut contact with my own sister for having kids Oh. Our relationship was slowly getting better until I, I don't like this line until she decided to get pregnant again four years later. <laughs> I know it wasn't, but it felt like a personal slap in the face. That's when hmm. I knew I wasn't going to be able to repair this relationship. So yeah, if I do it to family, I definitely do it to a friend. And I don't bring this up because I think it's a good comment, but I think it speaks to the way people really truly feel sometimes. Yeah. And I think going back to the original commenter or the original poster, we don't want to judge this human for her feelings of whatever Mm -hmm. she's been through, but that's one way to take it. Here's the thing. Like, have you choose to cut somebody out? Like that's on you. You live with that. And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, your own truth, but it also, it also speaks volumes to like the value that that person brought to you, you know, whether that was a romantic relationship or platonic or mm-hmm. a sisterhood, like, trust me, I'm all for cutting sisters out. Like <laughs> truly, I think about it, unfortunately, two times, too many, too many times. But um, then I think about like, what value does that bring to my life? You know, like, mm-hmm. how am I going to feel at the end of the day, knowing I did that, you know, mm-hmm. some people can do it great, but there's got to be something deeper that was bothering her on a different level, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, that's, that's where we can't judge. We're getting a couple sentences from this person yeah. and there's probably a lot more to that, obviously. Um, but I think it's very interesting that 
some people go so far as to make that decision with family, close, immediate family. And that, yeah. that's gotta be hard. I mean, and family dynamics are, oh, they're wide and vast in yes. terms of what kind of family you can have and the dynamic between them all. So I get that very much so. Um, but there... I think that just, sorry, finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. And I forgot what I was going to say. It's I'm fine. sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'm the worst. I'm so sorry. But so, I had I had a good question that I think I would love to hear your your um, insight on. Okay. So is there anything that a friend or family member could do as a parent that would cause you to want to cut them off? I don't think so. Now there's a spectrum Mm -hmm. cut them off entirely and delete them from my life I I could never do that distance myself a little bit maybe try and make plans and insist it's just the two of us yeah that's a possibility Mm -hmm. um but I don't know I mean I don't I'm trying to think like what what could they do right that they haven't done yet that would be like gotta go bye talk to you never (laughs) I think for me, I've only considered it with family because with friends, I take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, you're my mm-hmm. friend. I'm not obligated for you. Like how you choose to lose your, live your life is up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try to be very open-minded, especially not to make it about faith, but being a Christian, like we're taught mm-hmm. to love through all circumstances. So I just keep it at a distance. Like, you know mm-hmm. what you choose to do that. That's on you. I'm just going to love you through it. Mm-hmm. But as a family, I think there's been times where the parenting methods of my sisters are hard for me to swallow. It's hard for me to sit and watch them. Like I, I have said to my sisters before, like you are going to give your child a complex if you continue Mm -hmm. to treat them this way or speak to them this way, or, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's a hard conversation to have because I have no right in their mind to speak to it, you know? Yeah. But it, it it hits, it's hard for me sometimes because I'm like, you're just being a jerk and I don't mm-hmm. want to be involved or associated or, you know. Yeah. As ants, we want to come in and try and help because we can see it from the outside and we have experience outside of family with kids and seeing them grow and develop and change as a right. direct result of how they were parented. And so I am a little bit similar in that respect, but I, I try really hard not to say anything. That is one time where I do try and bite my tongue because I don't feel that strong of a connection with my sisters to be able to do that. Yeah, no. And see, and it's different. Like obviously Victoria and I are a lot closer. You can tell that Mm -hmm. just by hearing me talk about it. And so with her, ironically, she's like the best parent ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like I, I can speak to her candidly. Whereas yeah. some of my other sisters, I'm like, I don't feel like, like I'll give one mm-hmm. short example and I'm not going to specify because I'm pretty sure it's illegal. At one point, one of my sisters was allowing her child to drive the car underage. And I was like, Hey, I like, that's not a good idea like yeah. that, you know, and it, it yeah. it's so complex and, you know, I'm not, her reasonings are her reasonings, but it was me stepping in going like, I'll help. Like I'll, I'll take mm-hmm. them where they got to go, but to push your child into this place of allowing them to do something that's illegal is not, mm-hmm. 
you know? And so it's mm-hmm. those sort of things. And to be just greeted with like, whatever, it's my life, I'll do what I want is hard, mm-hmm. you know? So those things make me consider like taking a step back and being like, you know what? I don't know how involved I want to be in this yeah. dynamic anymore. Yeah. But just the fact that someone has a human doesn't make me go, we're done. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. So, so very interesting post. Yeah, I, I, when I caught this one, this one's a little bit older too. I had saved it from a while ago. So um, I'm glad that we got to have a good conversation on this one. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure anybody listening, you probably have so much thought, opinion, experience mm-hmm. in this category. <laughs> I feel like all of us can relate to this. So please send that our way to either our, our Instagram at claiming zero or our email claiming zero podcast at gmail.com. And you can share whatever, and it can say confidential. We don't have to share it, but we'd love to hear anyone else's opinions and views and experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, don't forget to rate review and subscribe through, um, either Spotify or Apple or anywhere where you get uh, podcasts and you listen to your podcasts. And of course, if you would like to give us a little support, our, um, you can buy us a coffee through our um, linked tree in the Instagram bio. Yes. And thank you so much for being here and listening. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.